Okay, good Erev Shabbos. It's great to be together again as we round out our next week of this uh, unusual circumstance, what some define as a crisis, and certainly undoubtedly has elements of crisis, but what also can be defined as opportunity. We're heading into our third Shabbos here in Boca Raton, at least where our shul is closed. Three is a chazaka, it's a pattern, and it makes me uh, really frightened to my core, the idea that this is becoming a new normal, and I hope and I know that for you and for me, for all of us, this is not a normal, it'll never be a normal. The idea to be apart from one another, to be held back from one another, to not experience a Shabbos together. I was learning with my son-in-law earlier today, we're going through Mishnah Bura, and Simon Nun of the Mishnah Bura, Simon Nun Vav, Nun Zayin, I forgot which exactly one, it talks about the obligation of davening with a minion. And there the Shulchan Aruch says that if you have 10 in a community, in an effort to maintain the minion in the shul, you can even penalize members who don't show up. So if you have 10 and you need them all in order to sustain the minion continually, consistently, you can find somebody financially. You can penalize somebody who doesn't do what they need to do. That's how important it is in the very definition of a shul and of a community to have an ongoing sense of a minion. So how peculiar it remains for all of us to not be davening with a minion. I don't remember ever in my life, even in early parts of my life where I certainly didn't cherish davening with a minion as I do today, but I don't remember ever going this long, not answering to a Kaddish or a Kedusha, not being with a minion, not seeing other people. It's awkward, it's hard, and though this week represents the Chazaka, the third week of our doing it, we hope and we pray it never becomes a pattern which is established, but it always continues to feel utterly bizarre and awkward and uncomfortable, and that, please God, it'll be turned around and we'll be together very, very soon. I want to continue to build on a theme that we spoke about last week, the idea we get together 15 minutes before we make Shabbos. So this is 15 minutes before the plag, what would be the plag minion here in Boca Raton, trying to maintain some consistency and normalcy of when we would be doing it. And uh, every Friday we get together to tap into the excitement, the anticipation, the joy, the countdown to Shabbos. And again, during this time, we need it maybe more than ever. All week long is defined by the news and the data and the statistics and the updates and the warnings. All week long is defined by the changes and the anxiety and the worry and the fear and the doubt and the uncertainty. And Shabbos is me'in olam haba. When the sun sets, when we accept Shabbos momentarily this evening, all of our worries, they don't disappear. I understand. Believe me, I know well, they don't disappear. But we can put them up on a shelf. And we can, if we please God, have our health. And we please God have the capacity to enjoy and make Shabbos. They'll be waiting there for us after Avdallah. But until then, 25 hours of refuge, 25 hours of respite, a 25-hour challenge not to say the words coronavirus, COVID-19, not to talk about a plague or a pandemic, but to spend 25 hours in a taste of the world to come, a world where everyone is healthy, safe, and secure, a world where we feel Hashem's presence in our lives, His love, His support, and His guidance. We have that ability, we have that capacity. The choice is up to us, that in that transition from the chaos, from the worry, from the responsibility of the weak, into the peace and the serenity and the calm of Shabbos. It's up to us. We're the ones who can create that reality. That's the thing that we've been building and I want to add on to it. Another piece by Rav Avram Shor Shlita, a Rav in Brooklyn, uh, who has a magnificent insight, uh, continues. He quotes from the Sas Emes here. Really, the truth is every one of us has two neshamas. We have two souls within us. There's a battle that rages throughout the week. There's the animal instinct and the animal soul, and that's defined by the Pasuk, of In that Pasuk, there are three things which were said. Svasemis points out, God created man, how? From the dust of the earth. 
He breathed life nishmas chayim. He made us an animated, vibrant, alive being. But he instilled within us an animal soul. So the Tzvah points out, corresponds with, there's an animal instinct and an animal soul and an animal impulse inside each and every one of us. All week long, we're drawn to the earth, the material world, the physical world. We're drawn to physical pleasure. We struggle and we battle. We shouldn't be eating that. We shouldn't be saying that. We shouldn't be looking at that. We shouldn't be going there. We shouldn't be worried. We shouldn't be overworking. All week long, there's a battle, a tension with the animal impulse, the animal instinct, the animal soul that's inside us. And that's represented by Vayihia Adam Lenefesh Chaya. Chaya is an animal. There's an animal soul. Nefesh is, corresponds with the animal soul. But this Pasuk also has the description of that God breathed into our life. Vayipach Be'apav. He breathed through our nose. Nishmas Chayim. The soul of life. Nishmas Chayim is the representation, it's a reflection not of the animal soul but it reflects the godly soul. We have a sense of discipline. We have a sense of self-control. We don't have to lose that battle. We don't have to give in. We can triumph. We can be careful and protect what we look at, what we say, where we go, what we do. Our life doesn't have to be defined by what we have. Our life can be defined by who we are and whom we worship and what mission we serve. This is a battle between the nefesh chaya, the nefesh bahami, the animal soul inside us, and the Nishmas Chaim, the godly, disciplined soul that we have. The Sfasemis points out that, and we began with this last week, Shabbos we are endowed momentarily when we'll recite and we'll accept Kabbalah Shabbos with whether it's a part of the liturgy we'll say, whether it's with the lighting of candles or whether it's the setting of the sun. Shabbos will be upon us. We spoke about that last week. We enter Shabbos. Shabbos is not a mitzvah that we do. Shabbos is a realm that we enter. And when Shabbos falls upon us, when we are part of experiencing, when we are defined and characterized by Shabbos, says the Helega uh, Svasemes, in that moment, we're able to rise above the Nefesh Chaya that defines and characterizes us throughout the entire week. We go from that place of worry and fear about income and parnasa and livelihood. We go from that place of threat and danger and fear of virus pandemic and even anti-Semitism adversaries and enemies. We go from that place where the animal soul and animal instinct inside us is trying to overcome us, to react in ways that are beneath us. And we go to that place of discipline, of control, of godliness. We tap into the godliness in us. And this is communicated, the Gemara tells us, that we receive a neshama yisera. Neshama yisera doesn't mean another soul, it means an expanded soul. Yisera means yeser, more than, added onto. The neshama yisera is a sense of a more alive and a more vibrant, a more animated, a more authentic, a more genuine sense of the soul of who we really are. And where do we learn that from? That we have an idea of a neshama yisera, a more expanded, a more authentic sense of soul, a calm, tranquil sense of soul. We learn it from the Pasuk, and we shared one insight about that last week, but I want to tell you another from the Sfas Emes this week. Chazal tell us that this Neshama Yisera comes when Shabbos begins. So why which sounds like something negative, as if we are forfeiting or losing or abandoning that soul. So the Sfas Emes says no. The language of Vai, the Vav Yud, of Vai Avda Nefesh, corresponds with the Vayehi Ha'adam Lenefesh Chaya. 
What does it mean, vaya of the nefesh? We get a neshama yisera. We don't have to only be the nefesh. The vaya of the nefesh. When we get into Shabbos, we have the opportunity and privilege to lose the nefesh chaya. You're not just that animal. You're not competing and you're not fighting and you're not battling and you're not struggling. That instinct, that impulse, the things that compromise who we are rather than reinforce who we are. Vaya of the nefesh. Set aside that animal soul. Rise above it. Transcend. Be the nishma the godly soul. For 25 hours, we don't have to worry and fear. We don't have to be filled with doubt and uncertainty. We don't have to obsessively follow news and data and charts and trajectories. We're not burying our head in the sand. Ignorance is not bliss. We know we'll make Havdalah, we'll turn on our devices and it'll all be waiting there for us. But 25 hours of refuge and respite, 25 hours of faith in Hashem, 25 hours of promoting and expanding the God in us who trusts and believes with hope and with faith and with optimism and with great, great knowledge. All week long, says the Sfasemes, we serve Hashem in the Bechina from the perspective of Yira, of awe, of fear. All week long, we're like an Evid, a slave serving our master, because our whole life is slave serving our master. Our master is work, and our master is the mortgage, and our master is the tuition, and our master is our appetite, our appetite for food beyond what we should be eating, our appetite for images beyond what we should be needing. All week long, we're like the slave serving the master. We come from the perspective of Yira, of awe, but come Shabbos, says the Sfasemis. And instead of being a slave serving a master, we're a child we're a Ben serving our Av. We're the children spending quality time. There is no quarantine and God doesn't wear a hazmat suit. He doesn't have to distance himself from us. Shabbos, we are reunited. Shabbos, we have an intimate rendezvous. Shabbos, we are all together connected. Because Shabbos, we are not listening. We're not feeding or nourishing the animal in us. The animal is suspended. Vai of the nefesh. Vav yud. Vai is vayehi ha'adam lenefesh chaya. We avda. We erase it. We lose it. We get rid of it. We purge it. That nefesh chaya, the animal in us, we set it aside. We'll probably have to battle it next week. We'll battle it after Avdallah. But for 25 hours, it's the nishmas chayim. It's the godly soul. It's the disciplined soul. It's the soul filled with faith and hope and optimism, with confidence that we will pass this that there is meaning and purpose to the world, that Hashem has a master plan. Vai avda nefesh. Join me for 25 hours. Avda. Let's get rid of the nefesh chaya. Let's get rid of the vav yud, the vai of vayehi. And let's instead replace it with the nefesh, neshama yesera. Not the nefesh, the neshama, which is yesera. It's yeser. It's expanded. It's inflamed. It's alive. It's illuminating the world, our homes, the godliness in us, the best of us is what we can show one another. It's what we can show the Almighty. I want to end with an insight that those who know me low, I'm very fond of sharing. But I think that really captures this and it gives you homework in the next few moments as we all transition into Shabbos. It's an incredible insight that changed my life and how I say Lechadodi the first time I saw it inside in the Menachem Tzion of Menachem Ben Tzion, Zaks, the son-in-law of the Har Tzvi, the chief rabbi of Yerushalayim, a great rabbi in Chicago who has uh, children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, members of our shul, a wonderful, incredible series of svarim, and he says the following. You know, the halacha is, in normal times, a couple get married, and they have sheva brachas for seven days, and they have Shabbos sheva brachas. So sheva brachas during the week, the halacha is, you can only recite the sheva brachas, you can only act as if you are reliving the wedding if there are people who were not at the wedding. 
The Gemara tells us you need to have what are called panim chadashos. You need people who were not at the wedding, two people who were not at the wedding. How do you define not having been at the wedding? What does it mean? The whole wedding, part of the wedding. If it's a rabbinic wedding where you only got invited to the first dance and then you left before the meal, can you qualify as, as uh, panim chadashos? So how do you define panim chadashos for another time? But during the week, you need panim chadashos. But Tosos on the Gemara Nereksuba says, but Shabbos... Shabbos has the din of Panam Chadashos. Shabbos has the status of a new face. So the simple way to understand it is that Shabbos, the atmosphere, the environment, the beautiful culture and climate of Shabbos, it's so halig, it's so holy, it's so wonderful that we're able to relive the wedding, the joy. We can say the brachas of Sheva brachas. However, comes along the Menachem Tzion and he says that's not what it means. Listen to how he understands Tosfos. What does it mean that Shabbos are Panam Chadashos? It means that on Shabbos, we have Panam Chadashos. On Shabbos, we're different than who we were during the week. All week long, we're stressed out and we're anxious and we're worried. All week long, we're fabisana. All week long, we're jealous and envious and arrogant. All week long, we're troubled by our trials and tribulations. And our face shows it. Come Shabbos. Shabbos is ponem chadashos. Shabbos, you put on your Shabbos ponem. A smile. You relax the muscles in your face. Your face is a glow. You've prepared. You've gotten ready for Shabbos. And therefore, says the Menachem Tzion, he says, what does it mean? Shabbos is panu chadashos. Halachically, it means that you, everyone, even if you were at the wedding, the wedding was Tuesday night, the wedding was Sunday afternoon, that was the vachadik of you at the wedding. That was the weekday you. But Shabbos, this is the Shabbos you now at the Sheva Brachos. And therefore, that's the status of panu chadashos. And he says, that's what we mean when we say and we sing. And I hope every one of you will think about this. Not only when we sing lechadodi tonight, but when we're privileged to be back together to sing lechadodi as one. When we say Pnei Shabbos Nekabla, lechadodi lekraskala, we're going to greet the Shabbos, Pnei Shabbos Nekabla, and we're going to put on our Shabbos Panim. And ever since I learned that, I literally try to go through the exercise in my mind to relax the muscles in my face and to put a smile in the corners of my mouth and to take on a tranquility and a serenity and a calm, to put on the Shabbos Panim, take off the weekday afraid, anxious, worried, wrinkled, aged, old face and put on the Shabbos Panim, the Shabbos face, a face that communicates calm and joy and happiness and love that's l'chadodi l'kraskala. We're going to greet Shabbos. Pnei Shabbos nekabla. Put on your Shabbos panim. Not only this week, when it feels hard to wear, hard to put on, hard to maintain, but each and every week, we have that choice. We have that opportunity. The option is ours. You know, Rav Salanter famously said that a person's face is a Rishus Arabim. Our face is the public thoroughfare. We're not entitled to be a bore Rishus Arabim. Your face can't reflect negativity and worry and pessimism and hopelessness. It's true all week long, but especially true on Shabbos. Shabbos, put on your Shabbos panim for the people around us. And even if you're alone, I spoke out, I sent uh, something earlier today, no one's ever alone. Hashem is with us. Shivisi Hashem tamid. Hashem is with us all the time and He wants to see and He wants to be with your Shabbos panim. And if you're not going to shul to sing lechadodi to put on the Shabbos panim, imagine Shalom Aleichem. Do you think the angels, when we sing tonight Shalom Aleichem, who also don't need to quarantine or distance themselves, who also don't have to wear a hazmat suit or hold back, when the angels come into our home and we welcome them by singing Shalom Aleichem, do you think they want to see a miserable, anxious, worried, angry, pessimistic face? They want to see a Shabbos Panim, a joyful, optimistic, hopeful, positive face. So Amir Tashem, my dear friends, all of us should be zochah, we should all merit to put on our Shabbos Panim this week and every week. 
to put on that smile, that joy, that happiness, that optimism, that faith, to collectively, vi of the nefesh, let's set aside the, the nefesh chaya, put aside that animal instinct that brings us to the wrong thoughts and the wrong place, and instead, let's inflame, let's promote, let's expand the neshama yeseira, yeser, that nishmas chayim, the God in us, let it shine literally through our face when we don, when we put on that Shabbos panim. Too many mistakenly are saying, I can't go to shul and I'm not having meals with ever, anyone anyway. I don't need makeup, I don't have to shave, I don't have to put on a suit and tie. It's a terrible mistake. We're never doing those things for others. We're always doing them for ourselves and for the Holy Heilige Shabbos. We have to put on our Shabbos panim literally and figuratively to greet the Shabbos. Not because the Shabbos needs it or God needs it, but because we need it. I don't think we've ever needed as much as we do now, 25 hours of calm, of respite. We can do it. We can do it individually. We can do it collectively. Put on that Shabbos panim and the Mirza Shem experience the holiness of this Shabbos. Have a wonderful, a healthy, a happy, and a holy Shabbos.